Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno. I am a hypnotherapist and a high performance coach. And one of the ways that I work with my clients, of course, is helping them to have a healthy body as well as a healthy mind. So today is another episode of my interview series where I interview health and wellness practitioners because having a healthy body is so important to having a healthy mind. And we need both, really to uh, be successful in life and in business. So my guest today is Tarni Falloon. I have the honor of interviewing her for the second time. So she's the only podcast guest that I've had on my podcast twice. And there's a good reason for that. I met Tarni many, many years ago at um, one of those whole life uh, expos. And I I just thought her energy was uh, just fantastic. It was so delightful. And uh, then I saw an advertisement for a little workshop she was giving at a natural food store, and I thought, well, I'd like to check that out. And I was really amazed at what she uh, demonstrated as far as helping people connect with their bodies. In fact, I was so impressed with this uh, little, you know, it was just maybe about an hour workshop. I was so impressed that I went on to take her multi-day workshop, which was astounding to me and really a breakthrough in my own Uh, ability to remain connected with my body. So in my practice, this is becoming so much more important as far as clients coming to see me uh, in how their physical pain relates to their body. So I wanted to bring Tarni on again to talk a little bit more about this. So let's let's, uh, talk about a little bit about Tarni. Let me introduce her. She is the creator of the Body Centered Medicine method, and she uncovers the messages of what the physical body is holding about how you think, what you feel, and who you are. Tarni's expertise lies in transforming your pain and anxiety at a cellular level by awakening your inner body and empowering your inner self-leader. She's a mentor. She's a healer. She's a speaker. She's done TEDx present. She's a TEDx presenter and a budding author. Tarni partners with those who are ready to heal their pain on all levels, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. She holds a BA in physiotherapy, an MA in psychology, and a certificate in movement expression. Tarni, welcome, and thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you, Ted. It's just lovely to be with you again, always. Yes, and it's a lovely day to record a podcast looking out of the beautiful windows here uh, in your home. Nice rainy day. So uh, let's get right into it. So you are the creator of body-centered medicine. So what is body-centered medicine? Mm, So body-centered medicine is really based in listening to the body. It's grounding and turning towards your body for the information you need to help you heal and to move forward in your life. So if your own uh, you know, maybe you're looking at purpose or a job or relationship is, but all of that we hold in the body. So body centered medicine is a, it's a somatic based therapy, which means we go into the body, soma the body. It's psycho-emotional 
healing. So we're looking at what the body psyche is holding. And it's really about awakening the higher intelligence, which is the body. Even though everyone thinks the mind is so wonderful, it's actually the body's got the higher intelligence. So it's waking that and using that as a path to consciousness and just finding your deeper truth. Yes, and, and that is definitely something that I have come to realize um, just over the past few years and certainly since I did the workshop with you. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about what you just said as we unpack that. So your work is about supporting people to create a relationship with their inner body and inner knowing so that they can heal from within to become less disconnected and more in tune with themselves. So how do you access this inner knowing and inner wisdom of the body? How do you do that? Well, one of the first things we need to do when, we do, when you're doing this work I do with people is actually we need to disengage the mind because it's very, very strong and it holds, it holds lots of opinions. It's the one that holds our judgments. It's the one that often drives us and pushes us. So it's like, how do you move your attention? What you're asking is how do I move my attention from this maybe overactive, judgmental, pushing, driving, doing, achieving mind into discovering what's in the body? And so, and we stuff a lot of things in our body. We stuff our feelings, we stuff our experiences, our trauma, um, but there's, and, and it gets stuck. And so does even our truth. So I use tools, the body-centered medicine use tools like how do you, what's what's it like to breathe your body? How do you feel when you take your breath and attention into your body? Uh, I use movement to help unpack a lovely word or unwind what's in there. Uh, what do you feel? What are the feelings? So many people don't even know what they're feeling in their body. Um, do dialogue. So we actually dialogue with the different aspects. So if you've got pain, for instance, in a certain area, what is that pain wanting to say? And and bodies will speak in colours and images and sensations and dreams, so it's not just words. So it's just finding the way in, and my, I think one of my skills is finding the way into how to access that inner knowing or inner wisdom in your body and finding what's what's in that, what's in the cellular consciousness of your body. So there's a number of different ways to access it. Wow. So there's... I mean, that you said a, a mouthful. Certainly, um, yeah, that's a that's a lot to process, and it's it incredibly profound, and certainly um, resonates with uh, a lot of the work that I do with my clients. Certainly, not to the depth that you do, but uh, I now have the um, idea that there's that whole uh, back thing going on. So. Uh, can you give examples of the kind of issues your clients um, mm. have healed uh, through the BCM process, which is the body-centered mm -hmm. medicine process? So mo a lot of my work as a physiotherapist, I started working with physical pain. So that's where my work, my entry into this work was through, you know, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, um, ankle pain, so actual physical pain. Now my work, and probably for the last 10 or 15 years, is where it could be, you could be uh, someone who's got a lot of anxiety, which I've suffered from myself, uh, could be um, re you're having relationship issues, you're getting stuck, you, you've got money issues. But wherever you're feeling you're not moving forward or maybe living on purpose, Wherever you feel you're not moving forward in your life is is always present in your body, and we can 
always come back rather than trying to think it or talk it through or work it out. It's like when I take time to drop in and, and meditate would be a good and a lot of people even can't meditate because their their minds are so active. But when right. I go back and bring my focus back into myself and listen a little deeper, we can uncover the truth of, you know, so I've helped people get women get pregnant and people go through divorce and people get married, find, you know, work out that this was the right relationship with them. And, and of course, a lot of childhood trauma that's not healed, people come to me. But usually it all turns up with some sort of body symptom, body pain, or anxiety. Okay, so let's talk about the mind-body connection. I, mm -hmm. I, I think many people are not really familiar mm -hmm. with what that means, the mind-body connection. Obviously, we, <laughs> we all know that our mind and body is connected, um, but as far as how what's going on in our mind affects what we feel in our body, can you talk a little bit about that, please? So if you think, you have, if you have a feeling, and it's a great question, actually, um, if you have a feeling like you get angry, you might feel, you know, you might, your head might start to get tight and hurt or you um, get anxious or you don't like something, someone says something hurtful, your stomach churns over. It's sort of, that's the mind-body connection. There's, you've got, you've had, or you have a thought about something and you get a pain, it, something happens in your body or vice, you know, I was going to say vice versa, but it's usually that there, there's, there's, well, yeah, no, it can happen the other way too. It's, something's happening in your body and then you mind, I've got this pain and then you start thinking, I wonder what this is and should I go to the doctor? So the two are very, very, very linked. Most people don't recognize how important the body connection is. They understand their mind because that's our culture. But um, if we look at science, if you have an emotion, so I have a feeling I'm scared, it affects my nervous system, my endocrine system, my immune system, my digestive system, even my circulatory system. So there's a biomechanical link to every cell in your body. That has been proven by science. And emotional pain and physical pain, for instance, are activated in, in the same area of the brain. So it's... It, it, it's curious to me why we would do one and not the other, that the, the, the two are just intrinsically linked and neuroscience is actually showing a lot of that and that's, I think, why meditation has taken off as well. Mm -hmm. um, and yoga. And yoga, yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, certainly when one is angry or one is wrapped up in a, in a negative memory, um, they're not usually very privy to what's going on in their body. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of stuck in the story or the memory or, you know, the current anger or feeling that they're having. And uh, they don't usually relate it to their body other than to say, you know, I'm depressed or, or I'm angry. But to be conscious of that constriction in the body or the feeling in the body um, is something that <laughs> we can call body awareness and, and helps. And you help people do that. Essentially. Yeah, and they don't, people don't associate Oh, when I'm when I'm feeling just so much in joy, or I'm I'm you know unconditional love for a pet, and I feel it in my heart. They're not thinking what it's doing to the brain chemistry, for instance. Mm -hmm. You know that we don't recognize people don't do the. There just is, hasn't been the education in it, basically, which is why I love doing what I do. Mm -hmm. Yes, and why what you do is so important in mm -hmm. my view. Your website says that, that uh, your body symptoms are related to something deeper held in your subconscious ready to be revealed. 
So the idea here is that body pain can have its basis in our subconscious minds. Uh, but you're not suggesting that all body pain is subconscious in origin, are you? Well, I that that's an interesting question, Ted, because I think there's, I believe, and from the experience I've had, and I've been doing this work for over 30 years now, I, there is a psycho-emotional component to all pain, meaning there is information in a body symptom, a body pain, uh, something, you know, even if, for instance, I'm getting my money flows stuck and I'm not making money, we'll find that deeper in, there's, there's, there, that information is in the body. So, yes, it is, there is information in the subconscious. Um, it's, and unless we give it a voice, we don't really know that it's there. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Not to state the obvious, but, you know, let's say that I uh, break a leg, I mean, and, and I have pain because my leg is broken. Obviously, that's a different type of pain. Or would you say that this is somehow related? Okay. So, so it, it's, not, it's not a direct relationship. And, and again, another good um, example. So I had a woman who was in her 60s who broke uh, her ankle and she came to me to have work done on her ankle, but she said, I know there's something else here about this. When we started exploring uh, the broken ankle, going into the feelings, the sensations, taking her breath there, you know, try finding the movement through the ankle, um, listening to um, the voice of the ankle, uh, she discovered her mama died not long before. She was really dealing with her mortality, but even deeper than that was her ability to be grounded and present on the planet. It was an extraordinary uh, awareness of how the broken ankle had information for her. We don't think it, it's, but it wasn't a direct correlation, right? She didn't break her ankle because her mum died, for instance, you know, because she was feeling emotional, but there was information in there for her. Mm. Wow, that's that's just so interesting. Um, so I believe it's all we've got information on anything we're experiencing in our body. There's information. Okay. Uh, something else that you put on your website is: Are you aware your body symptoms are related to being disconnected from your body? Help us understand what that means. Body symptoms are related to being disconnected from your body. So. What I mean by that, and that was that's an interest, another really interesting question. So thank you. Is that the body? The body's trying to tell you something. It, uh, maybe disconnected isn't. Uh, so when you've got body symptoms, it's the body. There's a part of you, an aspect of you, some part of you that's trying to tell you something. It's knocking on the door. It's saying, "Hey, I need your attention." Mm. So it when I, if I'm not so it may be not that it's exactly I'm disconnected, but I'm not connecting to that that aspect. There's information for me that I'm not listening to or I'm not hearing, and I need to pay attention to it. Yes, and my understanding is that if the body doesn't get your attention, it'll knock louder yes. and harder. <laughs> yeah, and get and get sicker and sicker, and you know, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Very interesting. Um, so how would people know when to come to you? So how, you know, is it when they've exhausted all other remedies for their pain? How, how do they know to pick up the phone and, and get in touch with uh, Tony Falloon? Uh, anytime you have a body symptom, 
you can come in. I mean, it can be an acute, Mm -hmm. you've just had a car accident and your neck's aching, you've just fallen over and your back, you know, you've hurt your back Um, or you're recognising that, you know, Mm -hmm. you're depressed and you're not feeling good and your your stomach's churning. So you can come anytime. So you don't have to exhaust all possibilities. Although many people who do get to me have tried many remedies because what the mind does, it wants to try and fix it first. Okay, we're going to go to the doctor, we're going to see this person, that person, we're going to try and fix it. Body-centred medicine is about taking your attention into yourself and finding the answers within your own system. I did a type of yoga many, many years ago called Vipassana yoga, Mm -hmm. and it was all focused on on body sensations. So... Mm. Um, I, I suppose that's another way of approaching this, uh, but obviously without uh, the guidance of somebody like yourself. Are you familiar with that type of uh, yoga? I, I, I am, and my work is very much about it. It's the somatic approach to, mm-hmm. because somatically we, we want to be moving to the feelings because it's the body that holds the feelings Mm. Right, it's the the mind that's more logical. It's the body that holds the feelings, and most of us want to push away our feelings or deal with those feelings later. In fact, I just had someone this week who, at at around six, her dad um, took away her favorite blanket or something and yanked it away and said, "You're you know too old for this now," and um, it's had ramifications. Her, those feelings then were, she was devastated, the feelings were pushed down and here she is mm. now in her, whatever, 50s d- dealing mm. with this. So it's mm. very important that you get in touch with those sensations and the feelings because that's how you connect into the body or yeah. one of the ways. And, and, I, and I think that um, people believe, they have the belief or the should that, you know, oh, that was so many years ago, I should be over this. But, mm. you know, the subconscious mind, uh, when it comes to trauma or feelings, doesn't really recognize time. That's right. You know, you can feel the same level of uh, grief or loss or trauma at the same level or severity that you felt it, you know, many, many years ago. So, yeah, and, and, and there's so many ways to medicate that or push it away or distract it. Yes, Absolutely. So we're on the verge of the holiday season, and for many people, it's a time of having to participate in events you don't want to be a part of, being with family members you don't enjoy, spending money you don't have, and so many uncomfortable emotions are triggered. I just want to put it out there that also the holiday season gives people an opportunity to participate in events that they want to and be with family members Mm -hmm. that you do. Obviously, that's not an issue, Um, but when those uncomfortable emotions are triggered... um, now, how do we negotiate the holiday season when it brings up feelings of loss, loneliness, past memories, stress, or overwhelm? So I had, I had a client the other day. Um, she's about 38 um, and had a fairly traumatic childhood but and family are not here in um, L.A. And... It, so we and we we're working with this particular issue, which was it was very. Thank you for asking this. So what I suggested, and and I'll take you through the exercise I did with her. Maybe the the listeners can follow through or listen to this again and and go through it again. But what I asked her to do first is just to breathe into her body, into how she was breathing and feeling in her body around this issue. She was feeling very lonely. She was feeling the loss of not 
you know, not connecting to a family um, and just feeling a little lost with the whole holiday season. Then I asked her to start to gently start to just move her body and she does. And most of us, you know, as kids, we all move. We all move. Kids love to move. As adults, we start to get very constricted and restrained and hold ourselves back. So I like to take, I like to invite that part of us that likes to move, maybe gently rolling, gliding, rocking, and feeling the breath in the body. Now, if you can't feel your breath in the body, just take your breath to where you can feel it. So with her, she was just, she was able to get a breath, I think down into her stomach. And then I asked her to find the place inside where she felt the loneliness and the stress of the holidays. As, and as Ted and I were just talking about, she was feeling, she was really trying to ignore it. She was trying to push it down, not deal with it, and I better go and do this or be with these people even though I don't want to. And But what was happening is she was feeling really, um, it was even isolating her even more or she was feeling that inside of herself. And so when I asked her to feel where she was feeling that, she felt it in her stomach, which is not an uncommon place to feel that. Then I invited her to... Uh, find a place that where she felt safe in her body. Now, a lot of people don't feel safe in their body. If you're not connected to your body, if you've never thought about being in your body, if you're not, you know, or you know you're disconnected but you don't know how to get in there, mm. um, then what I suggest is you think of something like um, something that you've really enjoyed, some heart connection with a pet, with a child, with a loved one, with nature, a tree or being outside somewhere and feeling that heart connection and then going to using that as the starting point of where you feel safe. It's actually really, really key in terms of connecting to yourself, to your true self, to, you know, living a, a life that feels uh, free and alive and, and even, even embracing all these parts of us that aren't feeling so good, um, that we feel, you feel safe in your body. And, and I'd say 99% of people I work with initially don't know what that means or don't know about feeling safe in their body. Mm. So she found um, a well, this a young woman found a well inside her body that she could tap into. So that was the image that came up as well. So here she's feeling that this part of her that's feeling lonely and stressed is in her stomach. The safe place became this well that she could dip into, tap into. Then I asked her to connect the place that felt good inside, so wherever you might be feeling that, which was her well, which might be it'll be something else for you and the lonely place and just start to breathe them together. Just feel them maybe holding hands, reaching out, moving together. Then, you know, there's other things you can do with this. You can draw it if you like to draw, if you've got some colored pencils, you can journal write about it. Um, you can dialogue, you know, if you can verbalize it, if you know what that, if you even have a sense of what that is. But you just do some activities together. And um, today I had a client who um, hers, her little one that's the lonely place is Piglet. Piglet represents that. And so her work is to remember to connect with Piglet every hour. The piglet energy inside of her, mm -hmm. um, so which is just lovely, you know. And Pooh goes off and wanders off and forget going to look for, for honey and forgets about piglet, and so she has to remember. Okay, I've got to turn around. Where's piglet? And bring piglet back. <laughs> so it's really lovely. So you be, they become friends or some sort of connection. So the the lonely part inside of us needs a friend, needs a f support, needs to be listened to, and then once you find that, and and of course what 
she once she found that, then she could actually feel into, well, what do I really need to do? What need what's going to take care of me over the holiday season? Mm. So um, that's what I I just thought I'd give that as an example of one way of working with this part this this part that can get pretty um, feel very separate at this time of the year. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd known you when I was in my uh, 20s, known the current you when I was in my 20s because I really used to have the holiday blues uh, Mm. really, really bad and uh, was definitely not feeling safe in my body. You know, I I kind of figured out uh, things to do, many of the things that you described, but I can see how um, your work can be so helpful to people that are having these unwanted uh, emotions and feelings. So, um, and if somebody does want to get in touch with you, if somebody does is interested in, in exploring how to work with you, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, you can go on uh, my website, uh, com, and I, the spelling will be, I imagine, do I need to spell it, Ted? Yes, please. Okay, Tani, T-A-R-N-I-E dot, no, Tani, tani at TaniFaloon.com, T-A-R-N-I-E at T-A-R-N-I-E Faloon, F ulloncom You can also email me at Tani at TaniFaloon.com. Is that right? Yes. And then um, the other thing I'd like to offer um, the listeners, if you go on my YouTube channel, which is YouTube and then Tani Faloon, there are videos on there and um, – things to explore with becoming more connected to your body. And you can also call me on my office line, which is not a cell phone, so don't text, um, 626-296-2002. That's plus one, 626-296-2002. And I'm glad you said uh, plus one because I do have international Mm. listeners out there. So, um, and I must say you're very good on video. Thank you. <laughs> really good Thanks. in front of the camera. Thank you. Okay, well, boy, um, I might just have to have you on for a third podcast because there's there's so much information in here and so many uh, things to think about um, in regards to that body-mind connection and, and, and releasing the pain or emotions or emotional pain that we feel. So thank you so much for taking the time to uh, be on my podcast. And uh, for my listeners out there, if you uh, feel free to get in touch with Tarney if you have any questions. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, of course, my website is tedmoreno.com. My website uh, page is tedinyourhead.com, and I'm on all the social media outlets, all the usual suspects. So reach out. And uh, so there you go. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Big, big, big thanks to Tarney Falloon, and I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.